G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. We're talking about Europe, but let's talk, Camille, about the way that Christianity spread from Israel into Europe. And really, while we talk about Israel and the Middle East being Bible lands, it wasn't long before new Bible lands were being created in Europe. Absolutely right, Neil. The Old Testament, as you know, is pretty much based in the Middle East. Israel, Egypt, countries we now know as Lebanon, Syria, Jordan, Iraq, Iran, even the Persian Empire. But in the New Testament, of course, what happens is when the curtain lifts on Matthew chapter 1, verse 1, we have the Roman Empire, which is European-based. And even though the Gospels are squarely Middle Eastern, I mean, basically it was Israel, southern Lebanon, and briefly the Christ child went to Egypt. It's still Middle East, but the Great Commission mandated that this good news of salvation in Jesus Christ be spread worldwide. And it didn't take too long for the gospel to go to Europe. I mentioned before that when Paul got the Macedonian call in Acts chapter 16, that is the first time the biblical spotlight is now on an area outside of Asia, outside of the Middle East. And of course, Macedonia is what we now call Northern Greece. And let us not forget, Paul did not found the church at Rome, even though he wrote that masterful epistle called Romans. Who planted the church of Rome? Well, we're not 100% sure, but we know Jews from Rome were present on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. And probably some of those Jews from Rome came to faith on the day of Pentecost, were filled with the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, and went back to Rome rejoicing like the Ethiopian eunuch did to Ethiopia. And that's probably how the church began in Rome. So, Camille, can we count on the fact that part of that European uh, region was so influenced by Roman and Greek philosophy that they were open to new ideas? How did this propagation of this gospel message become so fruitful in these European lands? Neil, when you think about it, it's staggering. The Roman Empire, particularly the European part of the Roman Empire, was thoroughly heathen. I mean, they were basking in renamed Greek gods and goddesses, which probably came out of Babylon, you know, they recycled more than once. And here comes this religion out of, you know, ancient Israel from a crucified malefactor from their point of view, and it was just spreading like wildfire. What accounts for it? From our point of view, biblically, it comes from the fact of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the senior partner, and the church is the junior partner, spreading the gospel through signs and wonders. But there are other factors, too. 
the translation of the Hebrew Bible into Greek three centuries before, the welcoming of Gentiles into synagogues to hear the the Word of God, the Old Testament, in the Greek, the international language, and showing that, yes, the God of Israel, with his high moral standards, is open to non-Israelites. All of that helped pave the way for a rapid spread of the Christian faith. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.